It's fucking Thursday. It's fucking Thursday. It's time to fucking podcast for free. It's fucking Thursday. It's fucking Thursday. It's time to podcast for fucking free. Fucking free. Thursday means it's fucking free. From me to you and you to me. Except you're not giving me anything for free because I do this fucking podcast. I do this fucking podcast. I don't know why you listen, but you fucking do. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wean Dog right next to me. Wean Dog is very much a daddy's girl. She loves being by her dad. I don't know why. <laughs> She's a good girl. Say dog's upstairs. Say dog is not a daddy's girl. She's like, fuck you, fuck your mom. I'll do what I want. You just let me outside occasionally, and uh, if you don't, I'll just shit in your house anyway. <laughs> and uh, just feed me. That's it. So, uh, how's your day going? Is it a good day? Has it been a good day? Yeah, it has. It's been a great fucking day for you. It's going to be a good fucking day for you. Hopefully. Hopefully. It is a Thursday, February 17th. Teenth? <laughs> Uh, 2020 dose. I, I'm not gonna lie, everybody. I am. Uh, I'm still having a hard time adjusting to being up all night and uh, getting to bed late and getting up late. I am not. I am not a second shift dude. <laughs> I thought I could be. I thought it it could work out. No. <laughs> nope N- not not for me so much if it's for you great I had someone else tell me uh because they were asking me like oh where are you working what are you doing what is this that whatever and I was like oh yeah no I'm here I'm working second shift and uh they're like oh man do you like it and I'm like nope no I do not and they're like oh second shift's great I love it because I'm a night owl and when I was doing comedy, I thought I was a night owl. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, clearly you're up later because, you know, comedy shows are done in the evening. And, you know, when, it, when you're working, uh, working a club, you're often getting out. You know, you're done with the show by midnight. You're getting back to your uh, room or my house or whatever, like one o'clock maybe. But I don't, this is just different. Maybe it's because uh, I'm working like full eight, nine plus hours of relatively heavy work. I'm doing very manual work. It's it's both warehouse and factory because it's very uh, similar stuff. A lot, lot of lifting. And uh, lot, just walking on concrete, fucking Christ! <laughs> I uh, it, it's weird. 
it, it, the human beings are goofy because when we're young, we're like, yeah, fuck, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm going to stay young and vibrant forever. <laughs> and then life gets in the way. Injuries happen. Your body ages and wears down. And you're just not uh, the spry young man you once were. I, I don't care what they say. They can say 50's the new 30. And I'll say your math is shit. <laughs> 50 is not the new 30. Like, I, I get that, like, uh, okay, maybe we all look younger. Like, we're 50 years old, right? And I look how I look. And then you look at someone who was 50 uh, from 30 years ago. And you're like, ah, fuck, why do they look so old? And it's because, I don't know, we take better care of ourselves. Uh, I don't know, we use moisturizer. <laughs> We're not inhaling asbestos. <laughs> we eat better. I, You know, we, we hit Planet Fitness now and then. I don't know. Like, we look better. But we're still goddamn 50, okay? <laughs> we still wear and tear on your knees. Your joints. <laughs> right? God damn, man. I, uh, I'm i keeping up with my uh, with my young buck co-workers. I got two two young bucks. And I, I'm, I'm able to keep up with them. But I don't know if they feel like I feel the next morning. <laughs> I feel like, ah, oh, fuck. Why am I getting out of bed? That's, that's how I feel like. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, so there we, there we go. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. That's how this podcast works, everybody. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening to this bullshit. Uh, my name's Steve McAllister. I'm a, a former comedian, former social worker, a current disgruntled employee. <laughs> uh, I have a history of, uh, obtaining jobs relatively quickly and then leaving them almost as quickly as I have obtained them. I think over the, the course of the the pandemic, the almost, God, has it almost been three years now? Has it been? Has it? I often talk in a high voice too. <laughs> uh, I've had, I think, five jobs, and I constantly and consistently go back to Dippin' Dots because... Uh, I liked my Dibbonauts job. I was a driver for Dibbonauts. I, uh, I would deliver Dibbonauts ice cream to places all over the great state of Michigan and beyond. And uh, it was uh, long days, a lot of driving. I put 70,000 plus miles uh, on a vehicle in like six months. It's a lot of fucking miles. I like the job. They just didn't treat, treat, they didn't treat the job like, an adult type job, which is unfortunate because uh, they should. <laughs> they should have, or I wish they would have, but they didn't. So, uh, so I bounced around a whole lot. I, I found out I'm finding out things about jobs that I'm like, oh, I I don't care for this. So, because people always ask me, what do you want to do? And I'm like, it's hard for me to pinpoint what that is. Uh, I would like to do a job where I feel like uh, I'm accomplishing something. Right, I would I would like to do a job where I'm getting paid a, a, a livable wage. I would like to feel like uh, I'm a part of a team, and uh, there there you go. And so, well, what does that entail? I'm like, well, 
I don't really know, but I'm finding out that uh, I don't want a warehouse job. I don't want a factory job. I don't want a second shift job. <sighs> I don't want to go back to social work. <laughs> if you've done social work, you get it. Like, I know my boy John uh, of uh, JBM uh, Magic, Magic JBM on Facebook. Uh, he's a social worker. He gets it. Kudos to him. He gave me a nice, uh, he shot me a nice message yesterday. I appreciate that a whole lot. I, I really have no idea who listens to this garbage. So when people shoot me a message occasionally indicating that they've listened and they're responding to something, I, I appreciate it. I'm like, oh, fuck, someone took the time and energy to listen to this garbage. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, they did, and they enjoyed it, and I appreciate it. I would, I would like to think some of this stuff is entertaining. Probably 1%. <laughs> but uh, there we go. So, uh, yeah. So I had another listener... I'm a, they're going to remain unknown from parts unknown. But the, they were telling me about their job and I guess they're hiring and it sounds like it's kind of, it's similar to the Dibbonauts of like it's a, it's a driving job and it's a route job. And uh, they're looking, they're looking for someone and currently they don't need a CDL. I don't have a CDL. I got, I just have a chauffeur's license, which I'm not going to lie, everybody. The chauffeur's license was incredibly easy to get. I, I, I got it a long, long time ago for a job that, of course, I didn't get. <laughs> so, but I still have it. I still I renew it just because. I'm like, why not? And it was all just a, it was a written test. And I remember when I took it, I didn't, I did not pass it the first time. I was like one or two questions off. You know, I was pretty close, but I didn't get it. And the lady was like, she went over the test with me and told me what the right answers were. And then she's like, okay, go back and take it again. <laughs> and in my brain, I'm like, what? Should it be like this? I mean, like, I am very grateful that you're allowing me to take the test again after you just explained to me what all the answers were. But I was like, okay. And then I took it and I got, I passed and there we go. And I've never had to do anything else with it ever, ever again. <laughs> There's never been like a refresher course or nothing. It's weird, right? It's super weird. But uh, hopefully I'll get some information on this other job and then hopefully I'll get it. Uh, the, the current job that I have, without getting into it, it uh, it's a very secure job. I had to go through a very strict uh, and, and a very thorough background check. Because I, I, I work with people, all, everyone's packing heat. <laughs> I'm one of the few dudes who's not packing heat. And I, that's, that's the thing too. I don't ever want to pack heat. And uh, eventually somewhere down the line, they're probably going to expect me to. They're going to expect me to get a pistola. And I'll be like, oh, that, that is not a good idea for anybody. I have zero interest in, in owning a gun. Uh, I am not responsible enough. I am, I am the kind of guy who will uh, want to do tricks. <laughs> I want to do tricks with the gun. I'll take it out of the holster and I'll try to do flippity flip type stuff that you see in westerns. 
and uh, then I'll end up shooting my kneecap off or something stupid. I'm that I'm that guy, and I am acknowledging that I am that guy. I take full ownership of my stupidity, and I think that's a smart thing on my part. Of like, nope, I'm too dumb. Fuck that shit. I'm out. I'm out. So uh, so there we go. They did. They did teach me how to drive a high-low yesterday. I am now certified to drive a high-low. It's weird. They gave us, we had to take a, an actual quiz beforehand. And they gave us, a, they, they had a PowerPoint presentation for it, but they didn't actually show it to us. They just had printed out copies of the PowerPoint. So we read them over, me and, me and another guy. We're reading it over. And there were a ton of questions on the quiz that had... There was no corresponding knowledge to it on the PowerPoint. I'm like, how are we supposed to answer these questions? They're very specific questions that it was that were not covered on the the PowerPoint. I'm like, this is dumb. How you're asking me to answer questions that I'm I'm taking a stab at the dark and maybe I'm doing some deductive logic and reasoning, but I'm like, this is stupid. And I told the lady that <laughs> this is stupid. This is stupid. Stupid. So, uh, but we went over it. I passed. Then we actually had to go do it. And I did it, everybody. I did it. Uh, I went slow, clearly. I'm not trying to drag race or anything my first day. But uh, but I passed. It's weird. It's funny. We had a uh, high-low at Dippin' Dots in like the entire three years that I worked there. I kept asking them, okay, can you guys just teach me how to drive this fucking thing? And uh, they never did, which I thought was weird because clearly there was time where they could have. And we're using the high-low a lot more at my current job than we ever did at Dippin' Knots. And at Dippin' Knots, too, there were only a couple dudes who knew how to drive the high-low. And I'm just like, going, why, why wouldn't you just teach me? Because then I'll have it. I'll have the knowledge. And then, uh, and then you know, you don't have to worry about having to find someone else to kind of come over and do this shit. So, but they never did. Whatever. Now I know. And some of the guys, one of the guys at Dibbin Knots uh, didn't do the high-low correctly. Like, on the high-low, you're always supposed to put the forks all the way down, and generally you want to try to keep them out of the way. He never fucking did. He put it down, but the, the fucking forks would be sticking up, like, about six inches off the ground. I was always like, the fuck? This is how people trip over shit and die. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so there we go. So I go into work at two today. I got two more days. I got to figure out too. Apparently Monday is President's Day. And I know the job that I currently have, we apparently we get off like federal holidays. So I got to figure out if I'm working on Monday or not. I don't even know. I don't even know. I got to ask. How weird would that be if I fucking go to work on Monday and uh, they're closed? <laughs> what the fuck? Let me in. Let me in, motherfucker. Oh, they also, I also got my badge yesterday, too, with my name tag. And uh, it's funny because I asked them, I said, well, what can I do with this? And they're like, nothing. Because, <laughs> again, like it's a very secure facility that I work in, and my badge... It does. It doesn't work like a fob key or anything like that. Like I've I've worked in places where your badges were fob keys as well, like when I was working in psych hospitals and shit. 
and uh, th this is nothing. So I'm like, why do I have this? Because I don't ever deal with customers. I'm only dealing with other coworkers. And you know, it's just one of those things of like, here's here's your badge. Doesn't mean anything. So I, I now have a badge, and I look drunk as fuck. <laughs> oh, the picture was weird. I work with a lot of dudes. It's pretty much all dudes. It's very alpha male driven kind of thing. And when they were taking the pictures, the guy who took the pictures, like, yeah, none of the dudes ever smile in the pictures. Every, everyone's like mean mugging the camera. I'm like, why? Why are you mean mugging the camera? So then I, I felt a little self-conscious about it. So I, uh, I kind of did like a half smile because all the guys were like mean mugging. I'm like, this is stupid. So am I going to be the fucking weirdo to do a full smile? I should have because I'm that guy. Everyone's going to do this. All right, well, fuck you. I'm going to do the opposite. So I did kind of like a half smile, and I just looked drunk as fuck. <laughs> I'll have to take a picture of it, and I'll post it on my Instagram maybe today or tomorrow. I don't know. Whatever. This is funny. That's the old hack joke of uh, you, you go and uh, you look like you're drunk when you're getting your license taken so that when the cop pulls you over and he looks at it and you look drunk in your photo and then because you actually are drunk in the car, the guy's like, well, I guess you always look like this. That's a hack joke. It's a hack joke, everybody, hack joke. And I lived it. <laughs> I lived that fucking hack joke. Uh, so one of the things I don't like about working second shift is uh, you know I'm getting home like between 11 o'clock and midnight sucks balls but uh, you know I, I didn't like it because yesterday here in Grand Rapids Grand Rapido Rapids it was raining all fucking day God, I know it's February but it rained a shit ton it was like in the 40s 50s I guess and it just rained like a motherfucker and uh, I had a couple packages coming I and they were sitting outside and they were just, they got fucking sopped. I don't have, I got, you know, the, the main door, the front door, and then I got the side door. The front door doesn't have any kind of like uh, easement, I guess, or hangover or little roof action to put packages under. But the side door does, but even the side door doesn't have a whole lot of protection from the, the elements. So I fucking hate that. I, you know, who knows? My packages could have been out of there since four o'clock, like seven hours. And I'm like, ah. So you really got to rely on whoever mailed me the package to, to make sure everything was packed appropriately so that, if, you know, things are exposed to snow and rain or whatever, that they fucking don't get damaged. And thankfully they did. Thankfully they did. Praise, praise Allah. It happened. I'm, I'm mailing out shit now a lot for my Macari store, so I'm always trying to be cognizant of that. I wrap stuff in bags to kind of keep water out, and then I, you know, all the bubble wrap and paper and everything. I, you know, I'm just trying to do my best. I sold another thing today. I sold a, like a vodka shaker thing, a Sky vodka shaker. It's uh, got a leather cover on it to make it kind of look like a football, a football. So um, the majority of the shit I sell on Macari sports oriented. So if you guys are interested in sports like I am, a lot of jerseys, bobbleheads, baseballs, hats, shit like that. I got books too. I got Jack Reacher books. So if you watch the Jack Reacher show on Amazon Prime, 
Uh, I'm selling some books relatively cheap over on uh, Macari. So if you give a shit, go check out Macari. Uh, if you want a link to my store, I have it linked on my Instagram and Twitter. Well, Stu, why do you mention that all the time? Well, it's kind of like my little side gig. Everybody needs to have a side gig. Unfortunately, in this world, in this day and age, everybody's got their side gig. And uh, I don't do Uber or DoorDash or any shit like that. The side gig is selling shit on Macari. Are you making a lot of money off of that, Stu? Fuck no, I'm not. But I'm having fun. Uh, I'm trying to get things into people's hands that maybe they would want. So there we go. No dummies lately. I get a lot of people who are fucking wanting to, to bargain or barter with me. And, uh, you know, I'll sell something for 13 bucks. And then they'll offer me 10. And I'm like, going, we're quibbling over three bucks. Fucking Christ. Whatever. Whatever. So if you're interested, Macari. There we go. Uh, killing time before work. I've been watching the old 80s television show Hunter. <laughs> How pathetic is my life that I'm watching a show from the early mid 80s uh, on Voodoo with uh, Fred Dreyer and Stephanie Kramer, who, uh, as far as I know, neither of them really went on to do anything else after that series was over. But I, I started watching it last night, another episode, and fuck, it got heavy. Season two? I know none of you know what I'm talking about, but season two, I think it was like the third or fourth episode of the season. D.D. 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 McCall, the, the lady, she got raped? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You wouldn't think in a show like that in the mid-80s, that they would have an episode about rape. But they did. And it was funny, because I imagine at the time, uh, they were handling things appropriately, but it was funny, too, of like, they're talking to her about the procedure. She's in the hospital, and they're talking about what they're, the, the exam and everything, and they're like, yeah, we're going to look for a hair and uh, skin cells and they said like everything except like semen they're gonna we're gonna try to find all the dna that we can she should have said are you gonna look for the jizz <laughs> there's probably a lot of jizz down there he fucking jizzed a shit ton look for that shit and then she's talking about the repercussions and instead of saying, uh, I, might, I might get an STD, I probably got an STD. She's like, I might get VD. <laughs> when did we go from calling it a venereal disease to a sexually transmitted disease? How, why or how did VD become persona non grata? How did that become a thing where they're like, yeah, we can't really say VD anymore. Too many people are associating it with Valentine's Day. We gotta fucking come up with a new acronym. Yeah, what what should we STD? That's what we should call it. Sexually transmitted diseases. That it comes from all that jizz. <laughs> and to, to make it even worse, this whole thing. The guy who did it was a. Uh, a foreign diplomat, a consulate of a completely made up like Central American country. 
Just so fun. Now, Hunter's got to go kill him. <laughs> Just ridiculous. He went down there and he got a pistola. And he's going to murder that motherfucker. You raped my partner. Now I'm going to have to fuck you up. Street justice. I don't care that I'm a cop. Street justice. You guys should watch it. Particularly if you're like my age. If you remember that show from when you were a kid, go watch it. It's just kind of fun. It's dumb. It's goofy. Big fucking cars. They always blow up. There's no reason. There's no reason these cars blow up. He's hitting the trunk of the car and the car is blowing up. I can't believe more people didn't die in the 80s from exploding cars. I don't know how I managed to survive. I drove a fucking uh, Dodge Aspen. My dad had a 1978 Dodge Aspen. And that was a car that I drove for a while. Great, great fucking car. When I say great fucking car, I mean it was big and it got me from A to B. <laughs> that's how uh, that's how I like my cars. Will this car get me from point A to point B? It will. Great. I don't give a shit. That's the, the thing when I'm talking with my coworkers. They're all very gun-oriented and they're all very car-oriented. They're all talking about shit, the engine size, this, that, whatever, and then I'm just like, yeah, uh-huh, and then I'm nodding my head in approval, and then if they're shaking their head in disapproval, I'm like, yeah, you're right, fuck that car. I'm like, I don't know, what are we talking about here? I don't know. I drove a Toyota to sell for a long time. I don't know shit about cars. I drove a Geo Metro for a long time. I don't know shit about cars. I don't care about cars. <laughs> I am not a man. In the traditional sense of meat, guns, cars, whatever. Fuck that shit. Uh, all right. Uh, there's shit going on still in the NFL world. <laughs> I suppose I should talk about it. Uh, they had the uh, parade for the LA Rams. Right? The Rams won. Kudos to the Rams. Kudos to Matt Stafford. They won. So they're doing the parade, you know, last year, I guess in Tampa, was it last year? Yeah, last year in Tampa, they had like the boat parade because it is Tampa Bay. There is a bay. They're doing shit on boats. People got mad at Tom Brady because he threw the Lombardi trophy across some of the water from one boat to another. He threw it to a teammate and people were like, oh my God, the disrespect of the trophy Blah, what if that had fallen in the water? Blah. Like, fuck off. It was the daughter of the guy who actually, I guess, created the Lombardi Trophy. She got her panties in a bunch about it. And, you know, I'm just like, it's not yours, lady. It's a fucking trophy. Do whatever the hell you want with it. It's not yours anymore, lady. If you want one, go become a football player and win it, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. Do you see what they do to the Stanley Cup? Christ, everyone loves the Stanley Cup. More people give a shit about the Stanley Cup. Why? Because they're doing dumb things like throwing it across a body of water, by uh, fucking christening babies in it, by uh, doing weird shit with it, by putting macaroni and cheese in it. Who cares? It's a fucking trophy, you dummy. But anyway, uh, so they're doing the parade. 
and there was a woman who uh, was taking pictures of the Rams, and um, she was standing. I don't know if it was like on the parade float or what. Now I guess it looks like it's more like a stage. I'm watching a little bit of a video of it right now, and she was taking pictures of Matthew Stafford, the quarterback. And I guess she took a step backwards, and it was one step too many where uh, she was near the edge of the stage, and she fell off the stage. And Matt Stafford, who she was taking pictures of it, as opposed to kind of like, like what I think most human beings would do, um of like rushing to her side or rushing to check on her because it looks like she fell a good six feet plus maybe you know she's carrying all this camera equipment on her she felt you know she didn't know she was gonna fall she's taking a step backwards and like i said one step too many foot goes off the edge you lose your balance kaplunk and she felt and he just kind of walked away he was drinking fucking Something out of a bottle. I guess he had a water bottle or whatever. And um, he's just seemed very insensitive to it all. His wife, as much as I've bitched about her, she was the one who was like, oh, fuck. This chick fell. And apparently the fall was bad enough that she had a fractured spine. Spine. Her name is, uh, what is her name? Kelly? Kelly something or the other. It just goes, Kelly is a dear friend of mine, the guy who set it up. I don't know why he didn't go. Her name is whatever. So uh, hopefully Matt Stafford, because it's a bad look for Matt Stafford. I don't know if he was already drunk. He's got a water bottle in his hand. But who knows if it's water in there. Like I joke all the time about people having stuff at work. You know, it's a coffee mug or whatever. I'm like, yeah, you, that's full of fucking booze. And uh, so who knows? You know, apparently everybody was getting ham bone there. But it's a bad look for him. So hopefully he contributed a shit ton of money. To, oh, her name's Kelly Smiley. What a name. Kelly Smiley. So hopefully he contributed a lot of money to Kelly Smiley's fucking... Uh, GoFundMe account. Let me see here. I'm going to click it just to see. Burr, burr, burr. Oh, some, something went wrong. Of course something went wrong. I'm trying to fucking find this shit out. Of course something went wrong. Uh, maybe I can find... Hold on. I apologize, everybody. I apologize for this shit. There we see. Help Kelly get back on her feet with this GoFundMe. Here we go. They're looking to raise $30,000, and they got oh, just over uh, almost $11,000. Huh. Well, I mean, hopefully fucking uh, Matt Stafford contributes $20,000. She looks like a young lady. I doubt she's even 30. I always wonder how people like this, young people like this, manage to get jobs like this. Like, right out of the gate. Like, who do they know? What have they done? How did this happen? You know, kudos to her. 
but that's a, that's a good thing. So, uh, Matt Stafford, contribute a shit ton of money. It'll make you look way better. Because he just seems... Because, like I said, it, he was like, oh, shit. And then he just turned his back to it and walked away. I'm like, how do you not... How do you not go and check on... She was taking your picture. You saw her. You were, like, posing for her, you fucking idiot. Crazy. Um, Stay with the NFL... There's a guy on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. His name's Kyle Brandt. And I like Kyle Brandt. He's a huge Buffalo Bills uh, fan. He is a real uh, supporter of the club and everything that happened. And he, he does hype videos for the Bills, or he did this past season. So apparently on uh, Tuesday... He was on air, and apparently they do it live. Why would you? Why would you do anything live? Like I get that you do it live, but then I don't know. Maybe you have like a fucking delay on it, like a thirty-second delay, a sixty-second delay, right? Just because, like, again, in the moment, live shit, people say dumb fucking things. People fucking go on a tirade about whatever. Uh, people get caught in the moment. They're just expressing themselves, and they say words that you're not supposed to say on television. Now, the NFL Network is not uh, broadcast. It's not ABC, NBC, Fox, whatever, CBS. This is It's a cable network thing, so people have to pay for it. But even with that, apparently you're not supposed to say certain words, and he dropped the F word. They were talking about the Super Bowl, and apparently he said, uh, fuck it. <laughs> and uh, so he, you know, he eventually, he realized what he said, and he's like, all right, what am I supposed to do? He's like, okay, I'm going to take a lap. What should I do? I feel so passionate about this. I can't believe that came out of my mouth, and I apologize for that. Apparently nobody on the set with him gave a shit, because they shouldn't. So that's it. So he just, they all sit at a table. They're all like, it's a huge like boarding room table. So nobody's close to each other. Everybody's like a good six feet away from each other. And it's the four people. And they seem interchangeable. Because I, I would listen to the podcast, the podcast of the television show. And it's always seeming like a, a revolving cast of characters. But it's just, it's just so funny to me that... Uh, People get their panties in a bunch about something like that, all right? He said, fuck it, while talking about whatever, and that's a problem. But then I'm watching a television show from, like, 1984 where a police officer gets raped by a foreign diplomat and uh, her partner goes to a Central American country to blow him away. That That's okay for fucking uh, prime time uh, network television. That's okay. Whatever. People people get their panties in a bunch. He wasn't saying anything racist, sexist, homophobic, nothing like that. He's just using a word that probably the majority of us use throughout our day, or or someone like me uses it multiple times, too many times throughout the day. The language at my current job is a. Uh, also very extreme 
I'm probably one of the altar boys at work. <laughs> That's pretty weird when I'm the altar boy. I haven't used any sexist language. I haven't heard any racist language yet, although I'm pretty sure that'll be common uh, when I'm with the right person and uh, someone will drop some sort of weird fucking word on me and then I'll have to look at him cross-eyed and be like, what? Why? Why, motherfucker? Why? Uh, all right, I'm going to mention this. Back, I don't know, what was it, a year or so ago? There was a group that was coming to West Michigan for, God, was it a Laugh-Fest show? It was something. It was a group from England where it was a drag queen show. And all of the performers in the drag queen show had uh, Down syndrome, right? And it became a hullabaloo. Not necessarily because of anything with the show, but it became a hullabaloo because they were going to do it at a venue that was owned by uh, Pete Meyer. Meyer? Petey Meyer? You guys remember him? The ginger with no soul, who is now apparently like a state rep here. He is my state rep. I didn't vote for him, but uh, but he won. But apparently Petey Meyer had a problem with these... these uh, people with down syndrome dressing up in drag like he did not feel that was appropriate so uh he he said fuck you and fuck your mom you're not doing it here so they had to go find a new venue i think they ended up moving it to wealthy street theater which i think ultimately was probably a better venue for him because i think it was bigger and it, you know i can't even remember exactly where the venue was that they were going to perform but p meyer was he was at the uh, the crux of it all and it was like, oh, these these people, these Down syndrome people, they don't they don't understand what they're doing. They don't know. They got no clue. They're being manipulated. Whatever this or that. And I'm like, what? They're not. They're not fucking slaves. They're not indentured servants. They're not dancing monkeys. They're fucking these are people who have Down syndrome, and they're going, hey, uh, I am a drag queen or whatever, and this is what I want to do, and. Uh, so whatever so and that's how it was so i bring it up because there is a woman from uh puerto rico her name is sophia boy i'm gonna destroy her last name sophia jerou 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 j-i-r-a-u jerou jerou geronimo getting jiggy with it i don't know she's 24 years old she has down syndrome and she is now the first Victoria's Secret model with Down syndrome. How about that, everybody? She did it. She did it. She's got an Instagram page. And she wrote, one day I dreamed of it. I worked on it. And today it is a dream come true. I can finally tell you my big secret. I am the first Victoria's Secret model with Down syndrome. How many fans do you think she has on Instagram? I'm going to say over 25,000. Clicking it, checking it out. Oh my God! Fuck, I am not even close. She has 214,000 followers. Crazy. That's fucking crazy. God damn it! <laughs> so she's got a lot of followers. 
Uh, she looks to be in great shape, everybody. She clearly hits the gym. She's she's working it out. She likes uh, wearing stuff, showing her boobs. <laughs> There's something weird about ogling a chick with Down syndrome in her boobs. I can't lie about that. But good for her. So I want to know, what, does Petey Meyer have a problem with this girl being a part of Victoria's Secret? Right? Because clearly there's a weird, uh, as much as he would say there's like a weird sexual overtone with the drag queen stuff, there's a weird sexual overtone with Victoria's Secret, right? It's all lingerie stuff. It's all uh, underwear stuff. Now, in 2020, uh, Giroux's modeling career came to a high during her debut at New York Fashion Week and has launched an online store featuring clothing and accessories titled Olivet. She's been featured in People, Univision, and Vogue Mexico. Uh, 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 the underwear collection debuts in stores Thursday. The campaign highlights 18 women who reject the limits placed on them by others. Well, there you go. Good for fucking her. Good for her. I mean, I don't know. You got a goal set for yourself? Go fucking live your goal. Go make it happen. And she made it happen. So kudos to her. That's that's good shit. I got no problem with it. Although I feel like a perv. <laughs> I am I am not going to go like her Instagram page. I have told you guys uh, I am not I am not down with following thirst traps. I'm gonna pass on that. I got no interest in it. Uh, 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 uh. All right, I'm going to talk about one more thing. God, there's two things. There's a Georgia official who did something dumb, and then there's a woman who did something dumb with her pandemic loan. God damn. Women do dumb things. Men do dumb things, and women do dumb things. Please never forget, people are people, and we all will do dumb things. I'm going to tell you this. Um... Whoever gets thrust into power, whoever gets thrust into like a little fame or fortune, fuck, you're going to do dumb things. You just do. You get overwhelmed with this invincibility belief. So I guess I'm going to talk about this woman in Georgia. Because she did something that I'm like, how the fuck do you think you're going to get away with this? It's unreal. This woman, her name's Robin Folsom. She's 43 years old. Okay, so she's a little old. She's not as old as me, but she's a little old. And I bring up her age because um, she, she made up this story about being pregnant. <laughs> a former George official fake being pregnant so she could take paid maternity leave. But her scheme came apart when a coworker noticed her baby bump was bogus. Yeah. Robin Folsom, 43, also alleged, allegedly made up a fake baby daddy to send an email to her bosses that said she was under doctor's orders for several weeks of bed rest every, after giving birth in May 2021. The birth that wasn't came two months after co-worker at the state's vocational reha rehabilitation agency allegedly saw part of Folsom's fake pregnancy stomach come away from her body. <laughs> she was director of external affairs for the agency. She sent her co-workers photos of her supposed newborn, but they depicted children with varying skin tones. 
The father of a child, Bran Otumbibawe, was a made-up person. <laughs> when press, what a weird name too. It's O T M E M B E B W E. Is that supposed to be like a, an African name, and so that's why your baby would have interesting skin tones? When pressed by investigators on October 21, she doubled down and said he really existed. <laughs> Bring forth this man! Folsom had informed the agency that she gave birth once before in July 2020 and got pregnant again in uh, August 2021. The IG found there were no official records of her giving birth, and her insurance records uh, didn't indicate any pregnancy or delivery. Like, this is all shit that would be so easy to find. And people would be like, hey, where's your baby? Where are the pictures of your baby? Bring your baby in. We want to see. We're going to throw a baby shower for you when you when you fucking bring the baby in. We'll have a little party, right? I mean, that it always seems like shit like that was going on at places that I worked. If anyone was going on maternity leave or coming back from maternity leave, how the fuck do you think you're getting away with it? Oh, you're, and also, you're 42. God damn. I'm not saying, like, you're out of the age of fucking having birth, but fuck, 42 seems to be goddamn pretty fucking old. I don't think I'd want to be a 42-year-old woman giving birth. And you're giving two babies after the age of 40? If you're just not wanting to work, come up with a better scheme. Say you caught a weird fucking disease or some shit. You work for a state agency, too. You don't think they're going to have people look into stuff? <laughs> All state employees, and especially those that communicate with the media and general public on behalf on their agency, should be held to the highest standards of integrity and honesty. Uh, I.G. Scott McAfee said in a statement, OIG will continue to hold state employees accountable if they choose to deceive their superiors and receive undeserved compensation. She was charged with three counts of making false statements and one count of identity fraud after a local grand jury indicted her. Fraud by state employees will not be tolerated. By working with Georgia's independent inspector general, we were able to discover, investigate, and put an end to this alleged deception. She just... What do you think was going on with this woman? She just kept making up lies, and it just seems like all lies that, again, would be so easy to figure out of, like... She's making up the father. She's making up the baby. But she's going through with the whole concept of like, oh, fuck. Now I need to fucking do a baby bump. But like, how do you, you need to do that generally too. It isn't like you're fine one day and the next day it looks like you ate a fucking beach ball. Right? Like there's a certain level of growth to it all. So she's fucked. She's going to prison. She's stupid. Just dumb. 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 Dumb? Dumb. I mean, even like her family would be like, what the fuck's going on with you? What, what baby? You're not pregnant? Fuck, you haven't, you haven't had sex with anybody in years. What are you talking about? You're dusty down there, lady. <laughs> Ugh. Whatever. All right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. Thank you, guys. I got to go to work pretty soon. It's one of these weird things. Of like, I still got a couple hours yet, but I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to get prepared to go to work. It's weird. Uh, if you guys can do me a solid on a couple things, go to the Facebook page. Go to the Twitter page and hit like. That would be awesome. I'm sure you all have. I appreciate it, though, if you could. Uh, if you like this shit, consider subscribing to the Patreon. Why would I want to subscribe to the Patreon, Stu? I don't know. It's this shit. 
it's the same shit just more of the shit that's it that's all it is because they do the freebies mondays and thursdays i do the patreon all of the other days normally some days i miss but i try to do as much as i can so if you can do that for me that would be great appreciate it just go to patreon and search out elemental podcast five bucks a month that's it is it taking a big chunk out of your wallet nope give it to me <laughs> give it to me as opposed to somebody like matt stafford or this uh po- politician state employee who was down in georgia faking baby birth so do that thanks also the chick in puerto rico the victoria model secret lady she doesn't need it either i need it five bucks a month thank you very much for doing that do me a solid and check out these couple things too uh, I mentioned John Midgley, but I'll mention him again. He's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff, Magic JBN, John Badass Midgley. Go like his page. You'll see all of the uh, uh, magic stuff that he does. You'll see all the art stuff that he does. It's great. You're going to fucking love it. So go check it out, Magic JBN. Then I want you to check out the Sunday Slaw. That's uh, Adam House and Stephanie House, married couple. A married couple that eats slaw together stays together. And they eat a lot of coleslaw. They're huge fans of the coleslaw. So uh, go check out their page, the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. Follow along with them. And Adam also is a a real estate agent. So if you're looking to buy a house, looking to sell a house, uh, he lives on the east side of Michigan, but maybe he can help you out. So go check him out, the Sunday Slaw. Then my boy Matt Harper. Matt Harper! He is a uh, got an Instagram page and a TikTok, a ticker talker, for his art. He's uh, branching out. He's, he, that's his side gig. He's an artiste, and he uh, draws shit himself. And he has it up for sale, and he can be commissioned to draw things for you. So. Um, if you want him to draw something for you, get a hold of him on Instagram or TikTok. That's Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. So please go do that if you could. That'd be awesome. And then he does a podcast, another episode podcast. They release new episodes every Wednesday. And uh, these are old movies. They're not talking about the movie that just came out today. They're talking about movies that influenced their childhood. So this past Wednesday, yesterday, they did the movie Coyote Ugly. Speaking of hot chicks, bikini chicks, that's what Coyote Ugly is. I cannot remember that movie at all, though. I know I saw it when it came out in the theater, but beyond that, I don't remember anything about it. It's chicks dancing on a bar. That's about it. It must be a classic if it's hot chicks dancing on a bar. It's got to be a great movie, right? But anyway, go check them out. Another episode podcast. Listen on your favorite podcast platform. And you can follow them on uh, TikTok. No, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Do that. So do all those things for me. Uh, Consider subscribing to the Patreon. Consider buying uh, Macari shit. And uh, if you would like an Elemental Podcast winter hat, I got those for sale too. Uh, 20 bucks if you live in the Grand Rapids area or 25 bucks. That will include shipping. And uh, it's a nice black hat. It's got Elemental Podcast embroidered on it. I hate doing all of this shit at the end of the podcast, everybody. It sucks, and I know a lot of you turned off the podcast before this, but uh, but there you go. I got to try and make money somehow. Fuck. 
All right, that's it, everybody. I love you. Have a good Thursday. I'll see you on Monday for the freebie, or maybe I'll see you tomorrow for the uh, for the for the Patreon. Okay, see you. Bye.